Yo, Big D back when you know what that means. We're talking Jags on the Big D podcast. Before and bringing my friend from Duval County, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content. It's not just Wildcard Weekend anymore. It's Super Wildcard Weekend. So you know we've got plenty of content on the way. Also check out the Big D podcast for all you audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So joining us to talk Jack Wolf's wild card is my friend from Duval County, Brad Holvin. Brad, can you believe it? The Jacks are in the playoffs. Yeah, Dylan, it's it's crazy, man. Uh, it's it's pretty wild around here, and uh, for me, and uh, you know, I, I think for you as well. It's 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 always been the Jags, right? I mean, uh, I, I I was there since '95 uh, when it first started. I was at their first game. I didn't make the game the other night, but I was uh, sure to be uh, locked in with my family. We watched it. Um, we're going to do the same thing this week, man. So, we, yeah, we're, we're pretty pumped around here. Well, let me tell you this. I was walking Saturday night, so I so uh, I was, like, half-checking my phone for, like, texts and scores and then half-checking the game I was walking. But it was, to be honest, one of the most nerve-wracking games yes. I've seen in a long time because thinking your team's got a chance to see making the Super Bowl. Okay. We've got a chance to see the Jags in, in the playoffs for the first time in five years. And now yeah, this game against our heated rival, Tennessee, which always seems to annoy us because think yeah. back to 99 when – Oh yeah, Jags were fourteen and two, fifteen and three, yeah. and all three of those losses came against one team. Yep, yep. I was at two of those. Yep, I remember that. You sure? Yeah, it's been uh yeah, it was uh it, it was definitely a nerve wracking game. I mean, uh, hats off to Tennessee for uh, coming in with with that game plan. Uh, and Joshua Dobbs, I mean, really, you know, certainly uh, playing above. Above and beyond what anybody thought was going to happen uh, here, he was very very efficient. Uh, Derrick Henry got the ball thirty times. Uh, you know, fortunately, uh, the Jaguars uh, were able to have one of his uh, big runs uh, come back uh, for a penalty. But uh, I mean, it's just a hard nosed defense. Uh, Jacksonville couldn't do anything with the running game. Um, had some missed opportunities, but uh, were able to uh, capitalize in the end and uh, take advantage of the. Uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, that offensive line in Tennessee has been uh, certainly decimated all year with uh, with injuries, and they were able to take advantage of it with the uh, safety blitz, and uh, Allen was able to scoop and score and take it home. Yeah. How about Rayshon Jenkins for, what, the second time in four or five yep. weeks? Yep. He ended the uh, Cowboys game with pick six, and exactly. then his rush forced the – Forced this fumble, which Josh Allen scored, and every time in that situation, I'm thinking they're going. The refs are going to call it dead because it's either an incomplete pass, right. or, but yet this was the one time where they let the play stand and the Jaguars scoop and score. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't it? Uh, in in real time, I definitely thought that uh, there was that possibility of it being a uh, incomplete pass, and we we we. We would get the punt, and uh, hopefully Trevor would take us to the promised land. But, uh, yeah, after that first uh, replay, they showed it. it he, you know, he knocked it out before the ball – before uh, his arm was going forward. And, um, yeah, and then, then uh, defense was able to uh, 
stay strong again and uh, and seal the victory. I mean, there, there were there were certainly uh, some missed opportunities on on the field by the Jaguars that uh, you know I don't want to talk too much about, but uh, I mean everybody talks about the uh, the one you know unfortunate turnover in the first half with the crazy option pitch to Agnew, but I got to tell you, Dylan, I've seen the play a couple times. If Agnew catches that ball. He can either run for a touchdown or he act or he could throw it, which I think I think personally it was going to be the Duval delight. I think he was going to throw it to ETN, who there was nobody on that left hand side. Agnew would have had one person to beat on the corner, but if he would have just lofted it to ETN, I mean, we, we would be uh, talking about how brilliant it was. Instead, uh, everybody's like scratching their heads. Oh, why why did you do it at that point of the game and whatever? I mean, I think it was drawn up great. Uh, execution obviously was poor. Maybe the timing I, I can understand, but I mean that's what Doug Peterson is. I mean he, he's a he's a gambler. He's a riverboat gambler. I, I think uh, you know the, something special was about to happen there, and uh, unfortunately they just kind of fumbled away. And uh, but you know they were still able to come away with the victory. You know I will say this: Jacksonville's red zone execution was bad. Trevor missed a couple of throws. I mean the one throw to Kirk. Well, the touchdown was nice, but Trevor did not play his best game. Missed um, a couple. Yeah, he's gonna have to play better this week. He throws. Is he seemed? He seemed to. It seemed like the Jacks were a little. Oh, they were tight. Game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they were tight. They, yeah, definitely tight. I mean, I. But but then uh, you know the uh, you know the experienced veterans like Rashawn uh, Jenkins, uh, you know, kind of came <clears> through. <throat> so uh, yeah, it was good to see. And the big man in the middle. Uh, who really hasn't really been on the team uh, too too much? Uh, he was stuffing the run. Uh, apparently, he's a 11 year vet, and uh, he was uh, sticking it to Henry all night long. I mean, Henry got 100 yards, but uh, I mean, I, I know he was uh, having trouble to walk on uh, Sunday morning after it. How about Trayvon Walker making plays? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he played he played well too. It's good to see. So uh, Jaguars got by the Titans, and now hosts Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers this coming Saturday night. So think back to what happened in week three where the Jaguars didn't win that game, but just man of the Chargers, 38-10. to 10. Yeah. Am I seeing that right? 38-10. to 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, Dylan. And, uh, I mean, I heard a, uh interesting fact this morning. Uh, driving in because somebody's like, hey, do you remember what the score was after the first quarter? It was 0-0. 0-0, then uh, Jacksonville uh, opened the scoring up with a, a field goal at the beginning of the second quarter. Uh, they were able to score again, and then um, then uh, Herbert was able to hit Mike Williams down the sideline for a touchdown. And then uh, then it was just all Jags uh, pretty much from there uh, to take him to a 38-10 victory. Uh, granted, Herbert was uh, battling some uh, sore ribs. Uh, if you remember right, there was uh, questions whether or not he was actually going to play, uh, really leading up right to the game. So, uh, I mean, I, I think they're coming in here. I mean, they're hungry. I mean, they they, they have the headlines out there. In my opinion, they're they're on paper they're one of the most talented teams in the NFL uh, as far as uh, weapons for Herbert. Uh, obviously, Eckler and uh, that defense does underperform uh, at times. I mean, when they're on, they're on, but uh, they're definitely a vulnerable. But uh, I mean, they've seen the headlines. They're hungry. They're looking for a victory. It's going to be a nice battle between two young quarterbacks and two, uh, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, up and coming uh, franchises. 
Yeah, I don't know how much you can take back for that week three game. Yeah, Jack was one, but LA was hurt. I mean, Herbert was dealing with what frack ribs or some rib injury. Right, uh, right. Keen, I don't believe Keenan Allen played. Yeah, Allen was out. Yeah. Playing that game, uh, Austin Eckler was barely used in that I game. So, I want to say, yeah, Bosa was out. What yeah, else? Yeah. Do? yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be loud and rowdy here to here again. I'm, I'm glad it's another night game for Jacksonville. I know the uh, Duval faithful is uh, happy to uh, have some night games around here. We don't get them too often, uh, especially at home. So uh, they were they were out in full force the other night, and uh, hopefully they'll have something, you know, be able to cheer a little bit more steady instead of uh, you know really kind of being on pins and needles there for really I guess about uh, 57 minutes. And one other thing for this game, not just two, two of the best young quarterbacks in football, but there'd be plenty of hair. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, my, mo- my, mom called, my mom calls Trevor Lawrence Fabio Jr. <laughs> I, I, li- I like that. That's good. And, and it's not like Justin Herbert's head of lettuce is short by any stretch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's at least got a little bit of a trim since uh, since he first came in. But uh, yeah, yeah, they they both got the, got got some lovely locks on him. I guess you could say. It makes me jealous here because I'm, I'm I'm missing a little bit up top. Yeah, I just got a haircut today, so mine's <laughs> not mine's not quite the lettuce it was a few <laughs> weeks ago. Gotcha. So where does Trevor where does Trevor Lawrence rank among the uh, playoff quarterbacks? Because you know, playoff regular season playoffs can be different, but where do you have Trevor Lawrence ranked among the uh, playoff fourteen playoff quarterbacks? Oof, wow, um, I just gotta uh, kind of jog my memory here. Who's even in the playoffs? I mean, I, I would certainly have him above um, both the quarterbacks in that first game. Uh, I, I have him above uh, Geno Smith and Brock Purdy. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, whoever the Dolphins are going to try it out there, certainly uh, better better than them. Um, we don't know what's going on in Baltimore. Is Lamar going to play? Uh, you know, uh, and if he does, how effective is he going to be? So uh, that, there's got to be question marks about that. Um, so, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, the way Trevor's been playing, I mean, he has uh, certainly been outshining. I mean, with the exception of the last game, he, he did have some struggles, but uh, he's been outshining. Uh, you know, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Daniel Jones is coming in pretty hot. Uh, so that, that's kind of interesting, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I would say, you know, kind of middle of the pack there. Uh, I mean, you got, you got your normal players, you got your, uh, your Burrow, Allen and, and Mahomes up there at the top. And uh, of course the old man is uh, still, uh, down in Tampa, but, uh, he, he's, you know, I don't want to say a shell of his old self, but, uh, I mean, he's, he's certainly, uh, had a had a step back this year, but uh, I I I put Lawrence in the middle of the pack. What about yourself? Uh, I've got Lawrence. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the whole list, but I will tell you where Trevor Lawrence is. He's number five on my playoff wow. rankings. Okay. Wow. You just have to you just have to hear the rest. You just have to hear the rest of the list when it comes out later this week. Okay. I'll I'll be sure to keep an ear out for that. Sounds good. Oh, but uh. I, uh, maybe I don't know if it's showing my bias or anything, but I think Trevor Lawrence is that good. And yeah. 
I'll look at how well he's played. I mean, yeah, last week wasn't great, but he's but if since what week nine, week ten, Trevor's been I think Trevor's been like like first in passerine. So Trevor's yeah. been playing well and I'll and think back to what happened at Clemson. Yeah, this Trevor's first playoff start, NFL playoff start, but this is not his first time in the spotlight. So Trevor, right. I think Trevor's going to be great in this game, and the fact that Jackson Home will only help him. Yeah, to- uh, I agree. I mean, uh, Lawrence. I mean, his weapons are, are right up there with uh, some of these teams that are that are in the playoffs. I mean, Christian Kirk having a you know phenomenal year. Uh, Evan Egan's certainly turning heads. Uh, um, you know, statistically a top five tight end, if, if not higher. Um, Zay Jones, when he's not dropping the ball, uh, can be very, uh, very effective as well. And then uh, uh, the old man, uh, Marvin Jones, still still out there uh, making key third down catches, moving the chains. Uh, I'd like to see them get uh, ETN uh, moving a little bit this week, uh, kind of kind of find some holes. I think they're going to be able to against that Chargers defense. Um, that that front is not near as formidable as the, uh, as the Titans. So I'd love to see uh, – uh, ETN uh, get going a little bit. So, I mean, I, I talk about those weapons and then just think next year, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley is going to be on the squad. I mean, that, that I mean, you want some uh, weapons, uh, come on down to Jacksonville. And uh, unfortunately there's only one football to uh, pass it around, but uh, that that's a, that's a good problem to have in my opinion. Yep. So uh, who needs a big, so um who needs a big day for the Jags against the Bolts on Saturday night? I, I, I think collectively, um, I'm going I'm to stick with the uh, uh, the offensive line, which uh, had a great, great game against uh, Tennessee. I think Trevor was uh, sacked once, maybe twice, uh, but for the most part, he was uh, kept clean. But if you're looking for one individual, I'm going to stick with uh, – uh, the running back to I'm going to stick with the ETN to, to get things going because if he gets going, that's going to open up the play action pass, uh, which in turn is going to get uh, Trevor uh, Trevor going, get get the receivers up some space down the field and and make things happen. So I'm going to stick with uh, number one and uh, uh, go with ETN. What who do you got? Uh, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say one guy on offense, one guy on defense, but the guy on offense is Evan Ingram because Ingram was, was great a couple in a a couple, couple games recently and been a little quiet, but I think Evan Ingram will be big because the Chargers give up a lot of plays to their tight ends. I've heard a lot of people say, play char- play your tight ends against the Chargers. When Ing- Evan Ingram's a threat, and I'm not sure the Chargers have got a great matchup for him. Right. Yeah, Derwin James did a really good safety. But he he's a lot better, of risk. But, but he's better in the box. Exactly. So Ingram, exactly. so if that's the matchup, I think the Jags would take it, especially if Ingram gets – 15 gets 8, 10, 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage. And then sure. defensively, and then defensively, Aloha, uh, what is his name? Aloha Khan, the uh, tackling uh, machine, the uh, Yaley. Yeah. So uh, that guy was everywhere yeah. on Saturday night. And uh, let's see. The, 
Derrick Henry was running the ball for Tennessee on Saturday night. You know who the Chargers have coming out of the backfield? Mr. Austin Eckler. He's pretty good, right? He's pretty He's pretty good. Uh, he's certainly uh, dynamic and do a little bit of uh, everything out of the backfield. Uh, certainly <clears throat> a, uh, a matchup nightmare in the uh, passing game, so you got to keep an eye out on that. But, uh, but no, Aluakon I, I, has been uh, fantastic. Uh, second year in a row, he's uh, led the league in tackles. I believe uh, he he's like – 15, 20 more solo tackles uh, more than the next guy as well. So uh, certainly a guy who uh, who is in the right place at the right time, gets the players around him in the right places as well. And uh, he's a pretty uh, surefire tackler as well. So, yeah, both both good picks. Ingram, Ingram was my 1B. I, I was I was going to say Evan Ingram, but uh, I'd still like to see uh, ETN get, uh, get rolling a little bit. Hey, hey, you know what? Chargers give up a lot of yards to the running back, too. Yes, yes, they do. So, uh, get this. It has been way too long since the Jackson Jaguars won a playoff game. Do you remember the last time the Jags won a playoff game? I do. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, it was January of uh, 2018 up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it was yeah, yeah, and it was one of the wildest playoff games that Jack Walsh ever played. And Jack oh, yeah. won, and I'm not kidding, 45-42. You yeah. think Steelers in the playoffs? You think 17-14? Not shootouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that that Steelers team certainly had uh, the weapons as well with uh, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, before uh, both of them uh, kind of fell. Off the face of the earth, and uh, in a uh, big in Big Ben, who who was still uh, still dealing pretty well up there, um, but uh, yeah, that was a game. If I remember right, uh, I remember uh, Fournette going around the right side and uh, waving somebody to, to you know uh, begging for the contact, and uh, uh, pretty much uh, just uh, having a collision about twelve yards down the field. A lot, a lot of big plays in that game, and that was a fun game to a uh, fun game to watch. I actually made it to the stadium. Uh, when they came back and was able to, uh, you know, cheer them on and welcome them back home. It was pretty cool. Yeah, how about Leonard Fournette, 25-109, three touchdowns. Big Ben threw for 469 and five touchdowns. I'm trying – didn't the Jacks have like a fumble – like a fumble and a scoop and – I think – I want to say they had a pick six. Fumble, pick six. It was just a crazy game. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, touchdown. That was the past. We're ready. We're ready for Saturday. Oh, and by the way, here's a, here's a good sign for the Jaguars. When was that game played? January 14th. When is this weekend's game? January 14th. Okay, I like it. I like it. You did your research. I like it. Very good. <laughs> so, How did the Jags replicate their week three win over the Chargers and and avoid a one and done in the playoffs? I think it uh, starts on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, to uh, what, what they did against the Titans, you know, Ben don't break. Uh, they they gave up some field goals, uh, you know, which which was fine. Uh, I'd like to kind of keep away the, some of those long drives and and get off the field on third down and fourth down. Uh, I mean, Tennessee was able to string together 
you know, 12, 13, 14 play drives, which uh, really just ate up the clock. I mean, Jacksonville only had uh, three possessions in the first half, which was uh, troubling. But uh, and then offensively, uh, as I mentioned before, I think uh, getting the running game going uh, is going to open up uh, the entire offense. And uh, uh, so just um, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of a final score, 27, 21, something like that. Uh, something does, you know, still pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I mean, I think it's going to be. Uh, much closer than it was uh, week five and uh, with the Chargers coming in here. Uh, You know, somewhat at full strength. I mean, kind of concerned, uh, um, you know, what's going on with Mike Williams, but uh, Keenan Allen's going to be out there. Eckler's looking good. So uh, they're going to be ready to to move the ball, although they have been struggling recently, uh, you know, getting some points. Uh, Hopefully Jacksonville can take advantage of that offense and, uh, and come out on top. Uh, one, I think the Jaguars have got to force a couple of turnovers. Jacksonville forced two in the first game, and we've seen the Jaguars rely on big plays, not just offensively, but defensively. I think Jacksonville is like number two in the league in points off turnovers, which sure. is so weird because the Jags have got a young defense. Usually, young defenses don't get that many points off turnovers, but this Jaguar team's getting points from everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that'd be huge to win turnover battle for sure. Two, I think the Jaguars have got to run the ball more because, you know, everybody – last week the Jaguars could not run the ball wolf of piddly poop against the Titans. But think back to what happened in week three. The Jaguars ran the ran the ball – for 151 yards, and L.A. ran the on 36 rushes. Uh, L.A. ran the ball 12 times for 26 yards. If Jackson runs the ball anywhere like they did in week three, the Jags will win this game. Oh, yeah. Completely okay. agree. Yeah, can control the ball, move, move the chains, and, uh, and make them pay. Absolutely. And third, the Jags have got to be better in the red zone because they will – Bad on Saturday night, and and uh, think back to that first game. LA was one and three in the run zone. Jackson was three six. The Jacks have got to be better in the red zone. Whether that means and field goals are not going to win this game with Justin nope. Herbert on the other team. You right. got to get seven. Agreed. Completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, you got gotta gotta make most of the opportunities when you're down there for sure. Especially against a quarterback, because in these kind of games, when you face when the other team has got a great quarterback, you've got a great quarterback on your team that you don't know what to expect. I mean, this is I mean, this feels like the best quarterback. Quarterback matchup of round of the of wild card, oh yeah the wild card weekend yeah uh, agreed agreed I mean and and you're seeing it by uh, what Vegas is saying uh, there's no point spread I think last I saw it's uh, even odds so uh, I think uh, Jacksonville they started off as a uh, like one point underdogs uh, at home but uh, I guess the money's coming in on Duval which which in my opinion it should so I mean I, I think the crowd is going to be a uh, Going to be lit. Uh, it's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be kind of a chilly night for uh, for Florida down here. So uh, it's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, 
it's going to be. And it's not just two great football players, but two guys we may see in the playoffs for the next eight, ten years because you look absolutely. at the AFC quarterbacks. I mean, absolutely. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, Herbert. Yes. Yeah. How does anybody win a Super Bowl with those monsters? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, NFC is definitely uh, definitely shaking in their boots now that uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Tom Brady are about to walk off in the sunset. They don't they don't have uh, much to uh, contend, in my opinion, on that side. I mean, Jalen Hurts. I mean, it. how many franchise quarterbacks would you be okay with in the NFC right now? I mean, I, I guess statistically it would be Jalen Hurts, but I'm not. I'm still not even sold on him. So, uh, and and like I said, Dak has been uh, kind of faltering off. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, AFC is certainly the uh, quarterback heavy uh, compared to the uh, NFC side. I mean, you imagine what the 40, you imagine what the 49ers could do. With Justin Herbert on the center instead of yeah. Brock Purdy, they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. Especially with the, yeah, with talent around him, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Brad. Thanks for hopping on. Hopefully, the Jacks will uh, keep things rolling because I think we like. I think we. I think we like it when the the Jacks will win. It's it's definitely nice to see different teams in the playoffs. And hopefully the Jacks make the, make it things interesting on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you, you can mark me down for next week if we, if we get a win. Uh, I'll, I'll be happy to hop back on here with you and uh, get prepared for the next next trip. I'll take I'll take my home. So Josh Allen next week. Let's go. Let's do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs>